for the end of the world. This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit. My name is Tree Song, and as you may have noticed, uh, or is not at the controls today. He's off in Solar Land once again uh, on his summer solar adventures. I'm sure he'll have plenty to tell for us about that when he gets back. But in the meantime, we've got our usual collection of happenings and news to share. Uh, we've got our first happening to start with, and we also have a special guest that I'll be introducing in just one second. But the first happening for this week is the Global Mala. It's coming up on uh, Sunday the 21st of September, and here to talk a little bit, we've, we've mentioned it once or twice before in our happening section, but here to talk about it in more detail, we have a special guest. So uh, if you could introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about what this Global Mala is. Hi, I'm Sarah Miller. I am a yoga instructor at 101 Yoga here in Carbondale, and I'm here today to talk about the Global Mala Project. Um, the purpose of the Global Mala Project is yoga as peace in action. It takes place this upcoming Sunday at Turley Park in Carbondale, Sunday, September 21st from noon to 5. Uh, the Global Mala Project is actually a worldwide event that is going to be taking place in our community. The purpose of the Global Mala is to unite the global yoga community from every continent, school or approach to form a mala around the earth through collective practices based upon the sacred cycle of 108. And September 21st is also the United Nations International Day of Peace. So we will be furthering that event um, through our yoga mala. Yeah, so this sounds like a really exciting event. Uh, I've, I've actually been taking yoga classes with you for a little while now, and I know that I feel, I feel health benefits and I feel a greater sense of peace through uh, the yoga work. And so I was excited to hear about this event. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask about is, you know, I know a lot of people who know about yoga but haven't done it. Uh, do you have to have previous experience with yoga to come out and join the Global Mala event? Oh, not at all. In fact, um, the 
Yoga Mala is a practice of 108 sun salutations. So that will be basically the centerpiece of the event. Um, we'll be gathering at Turley Park and practicing yoga. Uh, however, very few of us are able to do all 108 sun salutations. So we're going to break them up in sets. Um, each of the sets will have a spe specific intention that we will be um, discussing in between our sets. Um, there's also going to be plenty of other activities going on. Um, we're going to be having music. Uh, there will be opportunities for children and adults to do some art projects. We have uh, uh, constructing prayer flags and we'll also be having art projects for, for the little ones. Um, they can color a mandala. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a fun event. Uh, you don't have to have any prior yoga knowledge or experience. Um, we will have all the instructors from the Southern Illinois region will be leading the event. So you will certainly, uh, learn a lot more about yoga and the sun salutation sequence. Um, but uh, no, you don't have to have any prior knowledge. Um, it's a community event, and we'd like to really just reach out to all of you who are interested in celebrating with us this global event. Um, again, the centerpiece is the United Nations International Day of Peace, so we just want to further that along with some action, and yoga is, is our action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. And <clears throat> we often, unfortunately, end up hearing on this show about stories of war and war going on, but um, it's good to hear about the United Nations Day of Peace and that there's something locally going on related to it. We always try to mention, you know, happenings along those lines. So um, it sounds like a pretty exciting event. Um, how, um, I guess here's one question, how long have you been involved in yoga? Um, I've been practicing yoga since I was a child. Um, it's been about 20 years. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's been a great part of my life. Um, it's not just a physical practice. It's um, really mind, body, and spirit. Uh, it's done a lot for me. Um, it helps keep me centered. I'm a, a, a wife, a mother, a, a community activist um so i've got a lot going on i wear a lot of hats and uh yoga is just kind of uh strings them all together it helps me uh, you know stay centered stay focused with everything that i'm doing yeah i know i've just been I, i've i've taken a little bit of yoga before but actually doing it as a regular practice i've only done you know for a few months now but i've felt a difference in that time so mm -hmm. it must be exciting to have it be a lifelong practice too yeah, absolutely. And it's, it really, you find harmony within yourself. It's, um, the connection, the mind-body connection. When we work at making our body strong and we breathe deeply, we can manage stress and our mind becomes strong. So, um, it's just the, the harmony and balance of the, the mind and the body. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, see, I tend to believe in a connection between healing on the individual level and healing on the level of community and society. I think that if people could connect more with their own peace, if they could become happier, more grounded people, that they would be less likely to, you know, fly off the handle as some politicians do and declare wars on people, go attack people. You know, we might find peaceable solutions to our conflicts instead. Oh, absolutely. It all starts from within. So once you find that peace within, it starts to... Uh, kind of resonate around you and uh, vibrate to everyone 
in your presence. So yeah, so whether you are someone like Sarah has been doing yoga for you know a long, long time, or if you've never even tried yoga, it sounds like a good community event. A lot about peace, got music and other things going on. Um, and could you tell us one more time the uh, the date and time of that? Yeah, it'll be Sunday, September 21st from noon to 5, and it'll be at Turley Park in Carbondale. So bring your family, bring your children. There'll be lots of fun things to do. Um, we'll also be, uh, I'm also putting on a workshop tomorrow at 101 Yoga, and we'll be learning the sun salutation. So if anyone is really excited about the event and wants to learn a little bit more about it um, before the event, uh, tomorrow I will be hosting a workshop at 101 Yoga this Saturday, September 13th from 1 to 3 p.m. All right, and so if they want more information on that workshop or on the Global Mala event, is there a phone number or email address or such that they can contact? Sure, you can uh, visit uh, the Center at 101's website, and that's www.center101yoga.com. Uh, you can also check out some more information on the Global Mala event on the worldwide scale at www.globalmala.org. Sounds good. And once again, that was Sarah talking about the Global Mala Project. Um, I'd like to thank you for joining us in the studio today. Thanks so much for having me, Tree Song. Yes. So uh, we also have more happenings and news coming up for you. Um, if you would like to send information about your happenings our way, you can email them to me at treesong at treesong.org. Um, in the meantime, we'll get you a little bit of music. Um, this is from an album I played once or twice before. It's called Flame of Wine. Most of the lyrics are in Irish Gaelic, so if you're puzzled a little bit, not quite understanding what she's singing, it may be because it's in a different language. <laughs> so I'll send you that, and then we'll get on to the rest of our happenings and news for the day. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
another film happening and uh, uh, unfortunately we have competing films tonight but I guess the fortunate thing is there's so much cool stuff going on tonight that you get your choice of what to pick 
So we have the Energy Film Fest. The grand finale of that fest is tonight at 7 p.m. at the Long Branch Coffee House. The film is Kilowatt Hours. That's O-U-R-S. Sort of like Kilowatt Hours, <laughs> but Kilowatt Hours. Learn the true cost of our electric usage and hear about new developments in energy, plus how to save money on your electric bill. Long Branch will be serving their Friday night special menu for each film, and you can join them for dinner or coffee prior to the movies and discussion. The Film Fest is sponsored by the LWVJC, the Shawnee Group Sierra Club, the Southern Illinois Chapter UN Association, and the SIU Student Environmental Center, all of which are uh, noteworthy and exciting groups. So you can go out there and discuss the film. And I know that film is actually a few years old, but uh, with all of the people there to discuss it and with the, uh, the urgency of the issue still today, I'm sure it'll be a really exciting event. So grand finale of the Energy Film Fest, tonight at 7 p.m. at the Long Branch Coffee House. And in other happenings, the Climate Change Forum. That's coming up on uh, Tuesday, September 16th. And that's already next Tuesday. We've mentioned it a few times, and now the event is almost upon us. They're having a pizza reception from 5.30 to 6 o'clock, a program from 6 to 9 p.m. Now, if you're listening to this show, you probably uh, know at least a little bit something about climate change, hopefully. <laughs> But uh, they will, at this event, they will raise questions. What do you know about global warming, climate change, carbon reduction? This event promises to be a hot political issue in the upcoming presidential campaign. You can come and join everyone there in learning and sharing information about this most important issue. What we do now will affect generations to come. So in order to give some thought to what will be left for those generations, you can go Tuesday uh, to the uh, Student Health Auditorium, which is right next to the Rec Center by the SIU campus in Carbondale. Um, I actually, I especially encourage people to go to this because I have a class that night. Otherwise, I would be going. So you can go in my stead and see things about climate and let us know how it went. And if you send us information about how it went, we'll mention it on the radio. So it should be exciting. Speakers will present evidence of the already apparent effects of global warming with a focus on agriculture, water supply, wildlife, and our environment. The second part will focus on smart energy solutions that will help curb global warming. That's part of what I like about this event is, you know, part of it, it's kind of like our show. Part of it is gloom and doom, but then part of it is what can we do as individuals, as communities, in order to actually act on this issue and not just listen to the news stories and be depressed by them. <laughs> so the program will wind up with ways to take action, including how to influence decision makers, what various groups are working on the issues, and action opportunities. Now, this is organized by the League of Women Voters, Jackson County, Shawnee Group Sierra Club, 
and the United Nations Association. Um, and the Student Environmental Center is also volunteering uh, there, too, so you'll get to see some of them. Uh, so it should be an exciting event. Uh, I, would, I usually would say I hope to see you there, but I hope to hear that you were there because <laughs> it's an important event, and I'll be very excited if I hear that, you know, a bunch of people in our community went to this and talked about the issue and figured out how to get something done. There we go. Now she's singing in Gaelic, so you'll believe me that she does actually speak Gaelic. <laughs> so uh, we have one more quick happening I'd like to mention. It's a regular repeating happening. It's the Student Environmental Center. Um, they meet every Thursday night at 8 p.m. at the Interfaith Center, located at 913 South Illinois. Um, it's on the corner of Illinois and Grand. Um, they've got a bunch of students and a few community members getting together to figure out what we can all do together to uh, do good for the environment and for all the lovely people who live in the environment. So I went last night. It went really well. And it's an exciting meeting every time. So hopefully I'll see you there next time. So it looks like we'll only have time for a couple of news stories today due to all the happenings and our special guest. Um, but we'll see what we can slip in here. A little bit of gloom and doom with a sense of humor. <laughs> our first story, we should do something nice for him. Obama mentions green programs in a 9-11 public service forum. In separate sit-down interviews at the Service Nation Presidential Forum at Columbia University on Thursday, Presidential candidates John McCain and Barack Obama spoke extensively about volunteerism and community service in commemoration of the 2001 World Trade Center attacks. However, of the two presidential hopefuls, Obama was the only one to mention energy pol policy or green-themed volunteer programs. Asked what his response to the World Trade Center attacks would have been if he were president at the time, Obama said he would have called on Americans, quote, to meet some great challenges, including increasing the country's energy independence. Quote, We're going to have a bold energy plan that says we are going to reduce our dependence on foreign oil by 20 or 30 percent over the course of a decade or two. Obama also alluded to his Green Vet initiative to train returning soldiers for jobs in the green economy and said that as president, he'd create a, quote, clean energy corps modeled on AmeriCorps or the Peace Corps. Quote, I want to create an energy core, a clean energy core that can mobilize individual citizens to help create greater energy efficiency in our country. Uh, straight to the source, the Service Nation Forum transcript, the transcript of the event itself. Uh, I wonder how his, his views on 
clean coal and on offshore drilling and such will play into that uh, clean energy core. Maybe we can ask him about that during the campaign season. another story for you today. I think you sink. Not I think you stink. I think you sink. <laughs> Old growth forests absorb more CO2 than they release, a study finds. Most of the world's old growth forests actively absorb more carbon dioxide than they release into the atmosphere, making them effective carbon sinks, according to a new study in the journal Nature. The new research, which relies on data from over 500 forests around the world, refutes the commonly held assertion that old-growth forests are merely carbon-neutral, absorbing only as much carbon as they release. Instead, the study found, forests between 15 and 800 years old typically not only act as carbon sinks, but collectively act as a storehouse for up to 1 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide, some 10% of the world's total net CO2 uptake. Quote, The absolute amount of carbon stored in these forests is significant, said forest science professor Beverly Law. And because they are active carbon absorbers as well as large carbon reservoirs, destroying them is doubly stupid climate-wise. And dumber still if you factor in their conservation value and unique ecology. Quote, If you have an old forest on the ground, it's probably better to leave it there than to cut it, Law said. Straight to the source, Associated Press, Agence France Press. Now, that's such a simple statement there at the end, but such a profound one that some people seem to have not quite grasped yet. If you have an old forest on the ground, it's probably better to leave it there than to cut it. Then we just have time for one more story, and I'm glad I saw this one because I really need to mention it. Um, now they've gone and Gordon it. Greenpeace protesters acquitted in coal activism case. In a decision that anti-coal activists say is the game changer, six Greenpeace protesters have been acquitted of nearly $53,000 in criminal damage charges for painting Gordon on a British coal plant. The activists climbed a 650-foot coal plant chimney last year with the intent to paint Gordon Bennett in huge letters, aiming pressure at Prime Minister Gordon Brown to disallow new coal plants. They only got to the word Gordon before being served with a high court injunction. In court, the six used a lawful excuse defense, arguing that burning coal exacerbates climate change, thus putting property around the world, quote, in immediate need of protection. Climate scientist James Hansen 
excuse me, testified on their behalf, and the jury found in their favor. Quote, this verdict marks a tipping point for the climate change movement. If jury, <coughs> excuse me, oh, got a frog in my throat today. <coughs> if jurors from the heart of Middle England say it's legitimate for a direct, direct action group to shut down a coal-fired power station because of the harm it does to our planet, then where does that leave government energy policy? Straight to the source, Reuters, BBC News, The Times, and Greenpeace. And environmental groups have at times used that defense before, but it's been somewhat difficult to get it recognized. So now basically they've recognized that this, this act was justified because they were trying to protect the lives and property of people who will be harmed by the carbon use and the climate change. Pretty exciting news. But we're a little bit over on time here, so that's all we have for your community spirit. It's been an exciting and action-packed uh, show as usual. Once again, the Global Mala is on September 21st, starting at noon. So it should be an exciting time. If you have any information, you can send it to me at treesong at treesong.org. <coughs> In the meantime, I hope you stay energized, have an exciting week, and we'll see you here next time. <laughs>